You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Hello and welcome to Stop Hammer Time. And it's a hammer time toiling under the burden of constant victory ground down by this this concerted period of constantly beating other football teams we're crushed and defeated by victory uh joining me to uh suffer through these difficult times are as always jim grant hello jim Good evening hello jim you're on a you're you're not on the internet you're on a mobile phone with a weak yeah. 3g signal at a current two bars of strength. Yeah, I'm I'm clinging on to to the modern technical world by my my fingernails, but I'm yes. still there. Yeah, yeah. Um, as that sound, as the sound of your voice uh, tells us all. Uh, but great to have you um, ringing us from 2005. Uh, yeah. That well, bloody yeah. that bloody Cameron. I mean, what's he all about? No, Tony Blair. Who's yeah? I can't remember. Anyway, uh, also also joining us this evening, it is uh, uh, West Ham's uh, in a way laureate, uh, the author of four books concerning West Ham United, but also his own life. It is of course Rob Banks. Good evening. Hello, uh, Hi. Uh, I haven't seen you for about ten minutes since we watched uh, <laughs> since we watched uh, the Crystal Palace game with my other guest this week. It is, of course, old friend of uh, Stop Hammer Time, uh, Gary Killington. Good evening. Hello, Gary. Um, well, that was a very enjoyable watch, wasn't it? That um, football match we've just all watched together. Fabulous game, yeah. Really enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. Um, what do you make of it, Gary? Um, I thought it was one of the best away performances I can remember because we 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 were at it after five minutes. There was a five minute warming up period at the beginning of each half. Yeah. But I think other than that, we were we really bust them, and and it wouldn't have been embarrassing if we were the one by six or seven. I think, in a way, giving the other team a start uh, just carries on from how we did against uh, Doncaster Rovers at the weekend because yeah. it was such a confident performance against Doncaster that we took our goalkeeper off. 
And that's that's a that's that's <laughs> confidence, I think. Um, it's also, in a way, slightly insulting and dissing the other team to kind of go, well, we're so relaxed in this team, we'll take our goalkeeper off. We also began just encouraging Doncaster, didn't we? Like uh, our players were saying, oh, well done, when they trapped the ball and go on, <laughs> try hard. You, 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 might, you might get a goal. Go on, have, have a go like that. And... Yeah. Um, Yes, it was probably the most. And then we ended, uh, we we let all the children run onto the pitch and have a game, didn't we? In a way, it was a bit like the lap of honour at the end of games where all the players bring their children out. Essentially, it's like David Moyes and uh, Kevin Nolan walked around the pitch sort of figuratively with Trot and... Um, uh, Baptiste, instead of holding them, uh, they let them run on the pitch and play football along with um, uh, Af- 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 it was um, it was very impressive how uh, how Yarmolenko chipped the keeper whilst holding his toddler. Yes, yes, absolutely. <laughs> I think if you know, uh, quite often we used to do that. Um, uh, on the last game of the season and lose because essentially we came out sort of doing the lap of honour, whereas yeah. the team we're playing against is playing a football match and defeats us. And uh, uh, But we managed to somehow incorporate both into that Doncaster game. Um, uh, but let's talk about the Palace game first and incorporate probably some elements of the Doncaster uh, game Um uh, I don't know why I'm saying Doncaster like <laughs> Prince Charles. Uh, I, I've no idea why that's happening, and I do apologise. I'll say Doncaster from now on. Um, uh, but, uh, yeah, very – you're right, Gary. Um, one of the best away performances, and I know that away and home in these COVID times are probably don't carry the significance that they have uh, uh, hitherto. Um, but uh, it was a fantastic performance. Rob, what did you make of it? Yeah, yeah um, I think – you know, as, as I said uh, before the podcast, the thing is one of the best away performances I can ever remember seeing. Even, you know, and I, I saw us play away in 85, 86 and, and obviously in 15, 16 as well. In some of the some of the some of our best seasons, it, it was and, and even even in um, uh, promotion seasons and things like that, you know, we we'd play well away from home. But that was such a complete performance yeah. from right from the, everybody was on it. Everybody had a good game. It, as Gary said, it wouldn't have been embarrassing if we won by five or six no, uh, or no. even more. Um, it would work twice in the first half, didn't we? A- Antonio yeah. could have had five on his own. He, he could yeah. have. Been, he could have. Uh, it was one of those games, very strange. Um, I think all, all of the different pieces came good. Yeah, ben Rama was just running it. He was running the show. Fabulous. They didn't know what yeah. to do with him. Bowen, so industrious, all over the place. Antonio, just a menace. Four hours on, on on his game. And the two guys in midfield. And the defence. I mean, Dawson just teased. He teased mm-hmm. Zaha, didn't he? He was just winding him up all through the first half. Well, Zaha got like left, on his, left on his backside on more than one occasion, didn't he? And he, yeah. he did, really yeah. didn't like it. Uh, and not every... left on his backside by a foul, but left <laughs> yeah. on his backside by trickery. Yeah. It, was quite, it was quite funny though. Every time he got left on his on his backside, he was uh, he gave whoever put him there a steely glare. Yeah, and he yeah. was. Um, he yeah. gave a lot of those out today. He is that sort of that uh, look of um, uh, just uh, hopeless desperation, appealing for a, some kind of free kick when he's yeah. dumped on his ass. It's just a, like a huge yeah. part of his game, isn't it? It's sort of interesting that he didn't get a big move this this summer. I don't know yeah. whether you know the big clubs were thinking we're in a weird situation with coronavirus that we don't want to splash out. But I mean, uh, 
I think I don't. I just wonder if clubs just see how much of a dick he is, you know? Because he's he a, is a dick, isn't he? He's a fantastic footballer, but he yeah. is a real dick, isn't yeah. he? And you saw he of does. Thing. He does a lot of that, um, you know. Obviously, moaning when passes aren't played exactly where he wants them, and yeah. looking yeah. round. I imagine, you know, and I. I liked that from Al because I thought, oh no, you think you're a he thinks he's a one man team, doesn't he? And yeah. that must have an effect on them as you know, in as a yeah. team. I feel. Um, now I'm I with you. I thought it was. I thought it was such a dominant performance. I wonder if it was just us that it it sounded as if Jim was kind of auto tuned like that. Yeah. Sh- <laughs> like that sh- <laughs> I'm so sorry. No, no. <laughs> I hope I hope the I hope the listeners can enjoy uh, Jim's performance throughout this. Podcast. I think I should put that on. <laughs> make that my ringtone, actually. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> um, yeah. No, that's wonderful. Uh, wonderful answer, Jim, and entertainingly given <laughs> with your new vocal style. <laughs> Do you, think, uh, do you think that Zaha had his chance? He went, he got the big move to Man U, didn't he? Yeah, I think that's, yeah. What's, that's what's held it up this time. I think yeah. that's why no one will touch him again because he went yeah. to Man U and he flopped, really, didn't he? So big uh, time, yeah, 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 yeah. I think it's funny. People you know, think he can't really cut it. He's a terrific player, and we we will come to a we will, a little later. We'll come to a possible uh, Manchester United uh, import. The the newspaper stories are kind of suggesting what happened, <coughs> um, but. Um, <coughs> Yeah, it was a it was a terrific performance. I mean, obviously, you know, we we yeah we let them have a goal as as which is what we're now doing with other teams, just uh, giving them a bit of encouragement before we crush them uh, <laughs> ruthlessly. But um, uh, Suchek is really, I mean, you know, I was sort of thinking the you know hammer of the year probably their sentimentality will probably give it to Rice again. But I was think, sort of thinking Ogbonna should get hammer of the year. Me too. I'm sort of increasingly thinking, oh God, just give it to Suchek. Yes. <laughs> Suchek is fabulous, isn't he? He, he is, but without Ogbonna, we, we're not the same team, right? No, he's, no, the, he's the one that, that the defence has been built around. He's the heart and soul of that. And you saw what he what he did earlier on when he had three Palace players around him and he battled his way through. Yeah. He's yeah. a, a warrior. You, um, saw, was... um, you saw Kuyati playing for Palace. And and you you just knew that if you'd had Kiati in that position, we would have we would have struggled today. And I you know I love yeah. Kiati, but you could see you can see that um, Suchek is a massive upgrade. Yeah, yeah, massive massive upgrade. In the yeah. same yeah. way that Kiati was a, a tidier and a younger um, De Army, yeah. uh, Suchek is like Kiati when we first got Kiati. You know, yeah. um, they you know one. Serially, they've been younger than their predecessor, and uh, you know, Suchek does have this kind of you know energy at the moment. I mean, he because he played at the weekend, there was a very there was a very uh, admirable amount of rotation at the weekend, and we were sort of going, Right, you know, we want Moyes to take this cup competition seriously, we should play our strongest yeah. lineup. You know, sod sod resting players, sod rotation. But actually, he rotated seven players. He did, he did, and I, and I, and I thought it was uh, an outstanding performance against yes. Doncaster. I mean, the, the 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 new thing. What would happen in seasons gone by when you pick seven players who are not in the team? Is those seven players can't be asked. But then yeah. on Saturday, every single one of those players that was brought into the team really yeah. wanted it bad. And, and so you can tell there's such a harmony there behind the scenes. They 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 seem to love it. 
and they're all pleased for each other when they do well. And it's just yeah. it's fabulous to see. I mean, he swapped out the defence wholesale. Yeah. You know, it's uh, Diop and Babuena instead of uh, Dawson and Ogbonna, you know, and that's quite risky, you know, to, to yeah. completely replace your central defensive pairing, you know. Uh, and uh, I thought it really paid off the rotation. Jim, I was, you... I was impressed. Oh, sorry. Sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead, Jim. No, I, I totally agree. Um, and I thought, uh, you know, it meant a, a useful rest for, for some players who really, really performed. I mean, the energy and the commitment tonight was just uh, breathtaking at times, I thought. The way we were getting about the pitch. And you, you've got to take the you know the context of, of this is a Palace team that we've struggled against in the last few games. Yeah. Looked the better side in December when we played them. Yeah. Um, and I thought, we um, we we dominated them completely. The, the result, really, once we got the equaliser, was just was never in doubt. The only picky thing you 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 could say is you know once again it was another game where we should have scored more than you know we created yeah. more chances that we didn't take. You know, um, uh, and and against the best teams, we're going to have to take those chances because there'll be fewer yeah. of them. But, but you know, that's carping, really. We we were superb, I thought. Really superb. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Rob, what were you about to say? No, I was, I was, I was going to go back to the, the Doncaster game and say, um, you know, I was picking up on what Gary was saying about the, the, you know, you make seven changes and historically those players coming in are, are not interested. But also it, tend, it just tends to be um, a, a sloppy performance. And, and I really thought they were on it on Saturday. They absolutely covered every blade of grass. Uh, they didn't let Doncaster have a sniff. I, I think no. they, they hit the bar at one point, didn't they? But um, they, they, they were completely committed in that game. And I was, I was really impressed. Really it's impressed. It's interesting. He must have, uh, you know, kind of gone around the team and, and and either just simply by judging them or possibly even by asking them, said who feels like they need a rest and who can play. Because, in fact, the, the two that he did uh, not rest, uh, uh, Fornaus and Suchek, are two players that work extraordinarily hard in a game of football. And, uh, you know, I suppose he's just got to rest someone. You know, it's like Rice. It could have been Rice or Suchek. Uh, yeah. But um, Suchek, maybe Suchek just said, no, I'll play, you know. Um, Suchek's fascinating in a way because he kind of quite often looks knackered after about 10 minutes of a football game, but just yeah. keeps going at that level. And you kind of go, oh, maybe that's just how he looks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And he, and he is just such a top player. You were touching it on, on earlier, but one thing you didn't mention was his finishing ability is is as good as the striker. Yeah, because he, yeah, yeah. He, he, he gets the shots yeah. away so early, like he did with that, well, that second goal today. Yeah, that was a half chance. It was no more than a half chance, but he got yeah. the shot away so quickly, the keeper couldn't react to it. And he's always, he always seems to be in the right place at the right time. Yeah. He arrives late yeah. in the box. Actually, he's going to be probably worth almost as much as Rice. That's the problem we're going to have. Absolutely. I mean, you know, there's some of these players are really in a shop window now. Like yeah. uh, Soufal is uh, terrific, I think. I mean, I can't think of many right backs that are sort of better than him no. in the division at the moment. Um, you know, uh, th- there's the ones, you know, Trent Alexander-Arnold is is in an incredibly attacking side. And a bit like Carl Jenkinson is very good going forward. Is uh, You know, a lot of these fullbacks in the modern game are 
they're essentially like wing backs, aren't they? They're 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 yeah. often, you know, a lot of them take the free kicks, you know, in in, in the same way that Cresswell does, like yeah. Alexander Armstrong takes free kicks and stuff. So they've got a lot of chops. They're they're talented footballers, the modern fullback. Um but yeah. uh statistically you know, our ones are really good as well. I saw yeah. this take this table which was about um, the amount of crosses that fullbacks had taken versus the percentage that turned into assists. And Sufal was third in the entire Premier League and mm. Cresswell was sick. That's, that's yeah. amazing, isn't it? I mean, we, we, yeah. we don't have fullbacks like that usually, do we? No, no, absolutely, absolutely. It's been um, one thing we've been we've been missing for since since the days of since the days of Breaker and Dix. Really, I don't think we've had a um, uh, maybe Jenkinson and Cresswell were, were you know yeah. Were, yeah. were a good yeah. pairing, weren't they? But 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 since then we've been crying out for a decent pair of fullbacks and boy have we got a pair now. Yeah, ones that we kind of you know can hang on to. You know, Shemel's alarming falling away of form was uh, <laughs> yeah. rather worrying, and um, you know because he was it was hammer of the year, wasn't he? Yeah. Hammer of the year. Yeah. You know, in his first. Um, Ilunga was good in his first year. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ilunga. Mm. Yeah, but then he turned fifty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think once you you know once your pension kicks in and you start <laughs> to see how much you're going to get every month from yeah. um, you start to uh, relax don't you? from Aviva you, <laughs> you, you, you take your eye off the ball a little bit um you know I sort of said in a little facebook conversation that the that uh Soufal is like the new Tim Breaker you know, he really is. He's got yeah. that. He, he's he's a real thundering up the f- flank right back. You know, he's a really old fashioned right back. Um, but you know, God, the chops he's got. Just coming inside, yeah. he cuts. He'll come inside to just cut some danger that he sees quite early. He'll nip inside, tackle someone, then go out to the flank again. Doesn't leave everything to the central defenders or the central midfielders. He'll come in if that's needed. Yeah. You know, he's a reader of the game. He's you yeah. know, these guys are like proper footballers. If this, yeah, he's crafty yeah. as well, isn't he? He yeah. can uh, yeah. he can look after himself as well. Let's yeah, yeah. And yeah, he doesn't yeah. dive in. He doesn't dive in. He doesn't give away needless free kicks or penalties. You mm. know, he stays on his feet. Uh, but yeah, he has got that little nasty streak. I think he's uh, yeah, he's yeah, a little bit mad. Maybe yeah, a bit yeah. yeah, he's got an insane intensity about him. When the camera cuts to him after he's just you know put the ball out for a throw-in or something, he's just got yeah. this mad, starey, uh, <laughs> totally in a in a bubble, in a zone, hasn't he? Yeah. Uh, expression yeah. on his face. But um, you know, Ben Rama was great again today, and I, I thought you know, one, one one thing that was terrific about the Doncaster game is that we sort of um, you know, we let our two fancy Dan players out on the pitch, yeah. and uh, they linked up brilliantly because they're fancy Dan footballers, and I know it was against kind of a a League One team, but I mean, you know that on paper is much better opposition than Stockport, though I know the pitch was a real leveller against mm, Stockport. Yeah. But, you know, that that is a team that's, you know, Doncaster are doing all right at the moment. And uh, we went out and just played football against them. You know, we didn't, yeah. we didn't treat it like a difficult fixture. We didn't make it a cagey fixture. We just went out and Yarmolenko, Fornells, uh, Lanzini and Ben Rama just did what they do in the training ground. We just went out and had a game of football against another team and our premiership quality sort of showed through. And that's, you know, that's exactly the kind of banana skin game that, that you know... Oh. 
Other yeah. managers, Allardyce would have gone, now these lower league teams, they're really hard to play. Keep it tight, keep it cagey. Yeah, exactly. I think, Moy- yeah. I think Moyes basically just went, just go out and if you do what you c- you're capable of, we'll win this game. Yeah, you know? yeah. And Lanzini yeah. and Benrahma did that. I think um, uh, Yarmolenko was excellent in that game as well. Really he really, yeah, he yeah. really played. I mean, I know he plays as a striker for Ukraine, but I was in two minds as to whether he could do it over here. Uh, he genuinely looked like a striker. His link-up play he had a hand in the first goal as well. He played it out to Fredericks for yeah. him to cross it into uh, to else. And he took his goal really, really well. He, that know, was a he, lovely finish, he, wasn't it? Lovely little finish. Yeah, yeah, yeah because he, I, I was listening to someone the other day who's a, who's a sprinter and they were talking about you know how uh, sprinters tend to be light on their feet in the first couple of yards. And they said, that's exactly what Yarmolenko does. He's not fast. But over the first couple of yards, he is actually quite fast. He get he actually gets up to his full speed really quickly. That's what he said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the finish was great, but also the weight of the ball through enabled that finish, didn't it? He didn't yeah. have to take a touch. He just didn't break stride. Just dinked it over the keeper. But the ball was beautifully weighted. Uh, I I think Bun Rama had his best game so far for West Ham tonight. I thought he was yeah. absolutely ran the show, ran them ragged really, and and. You know, in fact, um, you know, uh, for a while we were we were questioning whether or not it was Eze or or Ben Rama that 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 you know um, was the yeah. was the one to have got from the championship, uh, and Eze certainly sort of hit the ground running for Palace, didn't he, uh, uh, this season? But yeah. I'm wondering whether Ben Rama's starting to look as though he might be the better long term investment of the two. He's he's, 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 yeah. he's got more to his game in a way, I think. Uh, I thought he was fantastic tonight. He's certainly well, played his way into the starting eleven now, hasn't he? I think yeah. he's, uh, definitely, yeah. Yeah, yeah Moyes, credit to Moyes for introducing him slowly and bringing him into the right position. But what, but, but what is his position? Because Eze is a straightforward left winger. Ben Rama was all over the pitch, mainly central, but he was all over the pitch. They didn't know where to pick him up. They didn't know how they they, they, they didn't know who to pick him up. You know, yeah. he was just popping up all over the place. And he's got such a great touch on him, such a deft touch. He just makes, he does have this habit of making players look a bit silly, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. terrific. Well, in a sense, the players are are kind of leading the lineup at the moment because we have yeah. a we have a sort of a pair in front of the back four that have a little bit of each other's skills, Rice and uh, mm. uh, Suchek. You know, you you can't necessarily say one of them is the defensive one and the other is the attacking one. They no. sort of just play side by side. You know, we had uh, Bishop and Moncur uh, for quite a lot of games as our sort of, you know, pairing. And in a similar way, you couldn't say which one was supposed to have the kind of more defensive aspect and the other was supposed to be the more attacking. And I, I remember um, Bishop saying about that, you know, when they were asked which is supposed to defend and which is supposed to attack, they were kind of saying, well, we just keep the ball. So then yeah. we don't have to bother about any of that. <laughs> you know? But that's what you that's, want, isn't it? That's yeah. what you want. Because if you've yeah. got one that's defensive and one that's attacking, you end up with one out of position um, yeah. uh, and you're stranded. So if they can both do, they can both do everything. Uh, yes, I that's think, right. I think, I think Suchek's probably a bit more competent in the advanced positions but that's he's got that mindset hasn't he yeah, I mean he yeah. he you know you don't want to stifle the way he plays so you you want you know that ability to pop up I mean just the amount of goals he scored this season is something that you really you know you sense don't you that Allardyce might say stop doing that 
Yeah. To him. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. you really do, don't you? Yeah. Uh, you know? Yeah. God, can... they, do, they do complement each other a bit because Rice is really increasingly impressive kind of driving forward, running with the ball at his feet, isn't he? Um, yeah. And Sutek and, yeah. and is, is, is very much the drift into the, you know, the way he was in the position for the header for the first goal. Yeah. You know, that was it. Uh, that, that first goal was a thing of beauty. The ball from yeah. uh, a vision from Four Nows, the little flick back from uh, Antonio and, you know, and he's Johnny on the spot, isn't he? So um, it'd be nice to see Rice add a few more goals to his game. But, yeah. you know, but even so, I think they, they're, they're just, they're a central midfield pairing that the likes of which we haven't, I'm not sure we've ever really had in that in the in the sense that they have such pace and, and power um yeah. and dynamism about them. Um yeah. you know, I we mean, normally think... have one sort of, you know, tr- you know, good passer who's who's kind of a little bit slower and good on the ball, don't we, as one of our midfielders in in the past. You know, you mentioned Bishop, you know, great player, but but not the dynamism that that these no. two have got. No, the energy is. Uh, I mean, you know, they're both young. The energy is extraordinary. I mean, yeah. I mean, in, in a in a in a way, something you know. I think I I think I said last week was that that um, Mullins and Rio Coca were sort of, you know, there were different players from uh, Rice and Suchek, but they did have uh, the energy that made that yeah. Pardew team really good. Um, you know, Rio Coca, especially in that one season in the Premiership where he was brilliant for us, just yeah. drove forward. I mean, he was fantastic, yeah. you know, a real yeah. engine. And then Mullins, Mullins just covered the ground and put tackles in, but could also play a bit as well, you know. And, uh, yeah. you know, I, I do think we've gone up a bit of a, a, a few levels with this pair, though. I mean, they, they, they are, are they, they are, I mean, Rice one day is going to be world class. And, and I, and if Suchek keeps going the way he's going, he's likely to be as well. And I don't find you, you find, I don't think you find if you look back through history, two two players in central midfield that suit each other so much. I mean, well, two internationals. They're, 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 you know. they're amazing. Uh, they're yeah, yeah. Water pairing with it, the jackpot. With this <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we'll carry on with this uh, after this message. If you want an e-bike that doesn't look like it's made for the shopping precinct, something that's less Mr Bean and more Steve McQueen, check out the range of bikes from London-based Cooler King. From dope 250-watt city bikes to Harley Bobber-inspired 750-watt beasts that can tear your face off while leaving your smile intact. Cooler Kings are made in limited numbers, yet highly affordable. Check them out now on the web at cooler.bike or find them on Instagram with hashtag CoolerKingBike. Cooler.bike. E-bikes that are cool AF. Welcome back. Uh, so it's all very pleasing and uh, we'll come on and talk to uh, uh, a little bit more about where we go from uh, fourth place in the division. Um, where can we go from here? Um, 
And and then we'll talk a little bit about a, a transfer rumour that's happening today. But first of all, um, as you know, uh, as a season ticket holder for West Ham United, I um, on Monday morning, sometimes in my inbox, there are messages from the club. Uh, and sometimes they are authored, uh, possibly ghostwritten by um, personalities within the club, sometimes the manager, sometimes the captain. And uh, here's one that uh, I received yesterday. Um, quite unusual, actually, but I'll, I'll read it to you. <clears throat> Dear Philip... It is me, Ravel Morrison. Reader, what an odyssey I have been on since I last kicked a football for West Ham in anger, which is how I always kick a football. Fucking football. Dissing me and all that. What does it think it is, round cunt? I've been plying my trade all around the world. Italy, Sweden, Mexico, Wales, Holland, you name it. Seriously, you name it, because I don't know what any of those words mean. And I've I've played in nearly every league in the world. I bought a house just with my air miles. But I bought it in in Sweden, and then they sold me, so I had to set fire to it. I am a more seasoned traveller than a drug mule. And I should know, because I'm also a drug mule. I know how to say, if you don't start passing the ball to me, I will fucking stab you in over 30 languages, <laughs> including Klingon. <laughs> like many before me, Pele, George Best, Beckenbauer, I'm chasing a last big payday and I am playing in America. I am playing for Alaska Rovers. The season is shorter than most. It is just one week in late April. And even then, the referee's saliva throws the whistle to his mouth and his lips had to be amputated. I I enjoyed the one match I've played. I came on as a late sub when one of the players died. I came through unscathed. All nine fingers and seven toes were intact. And to relax, I've taken up fishing. Well, I say fishing, I dropped dynamite into the sea from a helicopter. Yesterday, I caught a blue whale. Well, it's head anyway. Come on, you irons. Oh, yeah, irons, that reminds me, I've bought a gun. Come on, you irons. <laughs> that's what Ravel Morrison's up to. Good old Rav. Wonder yeah. where he was. Yeah, yeah. And uh, that brings us nicely on to the rumor that we might buy uh, Jesse Lingard or, or loan <laughs> from Manchester United. Uh, yeah, does he talk like, does he talk like that as well? Yeah. Uh, in in my world, he does. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, he's going to start talking like that. Um, yeah. But um, yes, that, I mean that's interesting, isn't it? I mean. Yeah. Part of the pleasing thing is that, uh, uh, you know, people have been doing the calculations and said that obviously we can't have another loan player, so we've got to buy one of them, and the chances are we'll buy Ben Rama. And I really think yeah. we should buy Ben Rama because I think that's, yes. you know, he's a real... Ben Rama is a little bit of a statement of intent for the club. He's a sort of fancy Dan player, and I think we should buy and own you know, yeah. those. when they come up, we should buy and own those players because otherwise they'll be bought by Manchester City and Manchester United. And like, you know, those, those are the players that the fans get excited about. Yeah, it's like, yeah. 
We're obligated to buy him anyway, but I think he's the right thing to do. I don't know whether his performance today had anything to do with that, but it's bound to give him that little bit of extra motivation, isn't it? Yeah. You know, to feel like he's wanted. And I think yeah. that will give him that final signal that he's wanted. He's started a run of games now, hasn't he? It's yeah. like, you know, it's interesting, wasn't it? It's like when we bought him, Moyes didn't play him for like one game. And uh, social media is full of, Mo- literally, Moyes hates him. Moyes yeah. clearly hates Ben Rama. Yeah. You know, when he first came in, uh, Moyes hates four nails. It's just like well, it's, it's been today the, the, about the, the you know the the rumours about Lingard. Uh, they've been saying, "Oh, what the bloody hell we're we signing we're signing in for?" Oh, you can see it now, can't you? Ben Rama's going to be dropped. Lingard's coming in. It's <laughs> like you know, it, it, no. give the guy a chance, right? It's all he's trying to buy is or, or loan is a, a current England international who's twenty eight with twenty four caps. He's had a year off the boil because he had some personal issues. Not Revel Morrison-style personal issues. The kind of personal issues where he ended up being the prime carer for his 11- and 14-year-old siblings because his mum was ill. Right? So, he, so he's had some issues that he's had to deal with. Because of that, he went off the boil for a while. Now mm. his mum's better again and she's looking after the kids. He's re-established his form. Man United screwed him over a little bit last season because he could have left uh, on a free and could have taken a big payday but they decided to extend him for a year and then, you know, didn't play him. And so now this is Man United trying to get their, you know, what little money they can get for him. They're, you know, they, they don't necessarily want to let him go or think he's rubbish. They they want to they, they want to move him on because it's the last time they're going to get a fee for him. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, uh, I mean, you know, I think possibly half a season, you know, in the same way that we got João Mario at the end of yeah. Moises last time with us, is just, you know, another player to come in, challenge for places, and also just increase the strength of the squad for the yeah. second half of the season, you know. I remember, Jim, we always used to, you know, looking at that Manchester United um, side a few years ago, always used to pick him out as someone we thought was really good and really, really promising. Yeah, I've I've always thought he was a decent player. It was, you know, uh, sort of quite su- surprising the way he's uh, <clears throat> he's dropped out of things. But of course, obviously there are there are, as Gary said, kind of obvious um, reasons for that. But it's not that long ago that he was scoring, starting for England in the World Cup and scoring a fantastic goal against Panama, I think it was. Um, and he's quick. He's got pace. Um, uh, seems to know where the goal is. I, you know, I, I I don't think he's being brought in. If he is being brought in, you know, to go straight into the starting eleven, obviously. But it, but it, if Yarmo is going to have, we don't manage to sign the striker that Moyes wants, and Yarmolenko is clearly now going to be therefore as he came on centrally uh, today for Antonio. Um, then possibly we are going to need somebody else to fill in in those kind of attacking midfield roles. I mean, we do play with three of them in the team, don't we? So, yeah. Um, whilst we're playing with four at the back, so you know, ideally you want you want some depth and experience um, in there. Um, so I, I, you know, as a loan, I think it's, it's it makes a degree of sense, and I'm I'm very happy for the you know the deal for to buy Ben Rama to be accelerated because. Mm. I think he's a, he's a very good example of Moyes' um, apparently good man management. Again, you, you know, he was a yeah. bit of a you know uh, big fish in the in, in the Brentford small pond, wasn't he? Came in swaggering, got a lot of kind of you know um, uh, attention from kind of Algerian fans. All suddenly joining West Ham site, saying you know he's the best thing since sliced bread, and and that slight sense of swagger he had 
was tempered by Moy saying, "No, you you you, you want to play in this team, you got you got to do the kind of work that Fornells and Bowen do." Yeah. Um, and gradually, he's just you know, I thought he's tackling back today. You know, he tracked back, he won the ball. It yeah. wasn't just you know going forwards that he was impressive tonight. He was yeah. his all round game was fantastic. We've got to you know we we have half a season now to to play, and I mean we we. Um, you know, we've won half our games. We've won 10 games out of 20 games now, which yeah. is uh, sort of fantastic. Yeah. But, but you know, the second half of a season is often, you know, it's hard because teams have paid you once and they've worked you out. Uh, and so a little bit of sort of strengthening uh, the team, you know, uh, just adding a couple of new faces in yeah. that sort of winter transfer window, I think is something that in the modern Premier League kind of, you know, just... It's good if it happens, you know, unless you yeah. already have, you know, the best squad in the world. And we don't because we're not, we, we don't have lots of money, you know. I mean, God, mm. you know, it's it's only a year ago that we were fighting relegation. You know? And yeah. it's not for remotely nailed on that we're like a top six team challenging for Europe now. We just happen to be fourth probably until some other teams have played their games. Yeah. And then we'll come back to our natural position. I'd be more than happy with with Lingard on loan for the rest of the season. I think yeah. um, I, I, if my memory serves me right, I'm not sure, but remember that uh, you um, that Nations League thing that England played in the, the final a couple of years ago or the, yeah, the yeah. finals. Didn't he score a goal that got ruled off by VAR um, that could potentially have put us into the final? And then I think the Dutch scored two quick goals and yeah that's right and and it was a really well taken goal and I think that may you know it may well have been the point at which his form started to dip and all his all his problems started but um up to that point he was at you know he was at the zenith of his career and I think you know it's not that long ago so why why shouldn't he be able to uh, to find it again in a team that's that's functioning yeah, I mean, I think that Manchester United team yeah. now, they've just bought a lot of footballers, haven't they? So there's that there's that uh, Dutch guy that's finding it hard to sort of get in the team. I think he's one of those players, um, Lindgaard, uh, Lindgaard, that st- struggled a little bit by getting injuries or being having been away because of personal problems at a slightly yeah. bad time, you know. Um, it, it, it might be my memory playing off on me as well, but didn't he score a winner in an FA Cup final? May well have done. I'm not against, sure. For Man United. Yeah, I think against, he certainly scored against Palace. Palace. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I think it against was Palace. Palace. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'm yeah. going to Google that. Um, yeah, it's funny. I mean, you know, I, what, I, you know, Dele Alley at Spurs now can't get a kick for Spurs. That's very yeah. strange, isn't it? I guess yeah. just Mourinho just doesn't fancy him. I think I think we we haven't given up on a striker though. We are looking around and we're being heavily linked with this guy called Huang Hee Chan from uh, RB Leipzig. <laughs> God, it's just like we've been linked with. It's good job the fans so, aren't there to make no, up a chant for him. Yeah, yeah. This one's actually quite a strong link, and it's a loan. It's a foreign loan until the end of the season, which again makes it more plausible, right? Yeah. So apparently, he's very good. He's very good. This guy. Uh, another. The reason he's being linked and the reason people think it's true is because he's in the Moyes mould. He's a worker, right. massively hard worker. Remember that yeah. name, Huang He Chen. Quick, yeah. quick and powerful, um, known as the Bull. Um, yeah. Scored against Liverpool in the um, in Europe. Yeah. yeah, he's got a dumped, good record. Um, dumped Van Dyke on his ass and tucked it in the corner. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's good. Uh, he had COVID. He's suffering from long COVID. That's that's, that's right. That's what right. The concern is, isn't it? He, he made. It took him about six months to recover, and he lost his place in the side. And he's only just started to refine. He's found his form again, but he's only just found it. He, he had a long time off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Be, I mean, it's sort of be an amazing sensation for us, and one that I don't think I can sort of really remember where we we might actually become a team with a squad yeah. that can sort of <laughs> rotate. You know, even bring on. Even at the beginning of the season, uh, we were sort of saying the squad is very thin. The team picks itself. There are basically eleven good players we have, yeah. and. Um, you know the Doncaster game. You know, I know again that, that it was only a it was a League One team, but uh, they are a, a, a team that are going well. We made seven changes yeah. and bought children on at the end. <laughs> Literally bought on. <laughs> you know that guy, um, a Folian, a Folian. Um, yeah, yeah. Is he a midfielder? Yeah. Is he he's a striker. He's a striker. He? No, yeah. no, he's a striker. Is he? No, oh, yeah. Well, yeah. he's, he's yeah. scored a he's goal. Twenty-three. <laughs> Right. He's older than Declan Rice. Wow. Oh, yeah. Yes, it's funny, isn't it? Some He's of these kids, team player. Some of these kids are... Yeah, Nathan Trott's 22. Good. He looks about 12, though, doesn't he? Yeah, he does, yeah. 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 But um, the, um, yeah, the guy's got... The, uh, Dap, as they call him, or... Uh, yeah. has got quite an interesting story, because... He's uh, he he got did a degree, a degree at Loughborough University, and then then uh, played for Solihull Moors in the they're wow. in the same league as Bromley, um, oh. and uh, so he's 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 sort of uh, not necessarily late developer because I think he was a was he at the Chelsea Academy, um, but uh, didn't he leave? Didn't he leave so that he could go to university? Or I think yes, I well I think he I think his family before. moved to Canada for a while, so it was a year or two in Canada, and then yeah, then um, yeah, then went to. Uh, yeah, basically left football for a while. Although Loughborough is the ultimate sport university, their football yeah. team is going to be pretty decent. So, yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So uh, I was pleased with what I mean, whether or not he'll ever, you know, be anything other than a fringe player, or, uh, difficult to say, isn't it? But he, he yeah. took his goal well. He was in the right he place. Did. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was a, you know that was a kind of fa- it was sort of fantastic that Doc- Doncaster game for that. You know, again, one thing people have said about Moyes early in the season, he doesn't like su- substitutions. He's indecisive. Towards the end, he was taking everyone off to rest them and putting the kids on because you know yeah. we had essentially put the game to bed. But he was sort of you know what would have uh, destroyed Trotts uh, uh, probably the rest of his career is if he'd shipped five goals. <laughs> um, again, that could be something that Sam Allardyce might. <laughs> might conceivably have done it's like I'll, I'll throw a kid in and go you know all right son you're up there don't fuck it up hey, hey don't don't fuck it up hey, uh, Nathan don't fuck it up don't fuck it up no don't watch me oh you've let one in God I told you not to fuck it up um you know it's just uh, yeah 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 you would have you would have uh, Odubeko is the one that I've got that I'm quite excited about. Uh, yes. He's the one that uh, basically ups and left Man U because he was never going to get a chance there. Uh, Man U did not want to let him go. Um, he looks like a, a, a beast. I mean, he's a, he, he's got huge, great big thighs. He's, got, he's scored something yeah. like 35 goals in Man United. I know it's their youth team, but the fact that they didn't want to, Solskjaer did not want to let him go. That's, yeah. that's a good sign. We saw him, didn't we? We've seen him in a game, haven't we? Yeah, yeah. He came on for a couple of minutes against Stockport, didn't he? Stockport, yeah. yes. Yeah. That's right. 
Yeah, yeah. Baptiste, Baptiste looks good too, doesn't it? I think his stats, yes. his stats were very, very good. good. Yeah. He played in one of the pre-season friendlies and looked look very assured mm. at centre-back. Um, yeah, he's obviously... Uh, he's played above his age, isn't he? All the way through. Because um, mm, mm. he's only the, about 17 the, and he's the academy, the academy is producing a lot of players at the moment. You look at Connor Coventry, he's a good player. You look at, um, who's the other one? Harrison, what's his surname? Harrison uh, Ashby. That's it. He's a good player. He's a very good player. Yeah. He's a winger, isn't he? So, yeah, um, yeah they're, all, they're all coming. They're coming through in relatively big numbers. So we are, um, you know, we're fourth in the league temporarily. Uh, and then, uh, <laughs> but, you know, we, uh, is it Liverpool on Sunday? Yes. Yep. We could go the whole of January without losing. <laughs> that would be amazing. Well, we could go the whole of January, whole of January winning, winning every, every game. game. Never mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is also available. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah well, um, you know, in this in this uh, incredibly concentrated run of games we seem to have had in the last two months, you know, at least we get uh, you know five days off till Sunday for the players to kind of have a yeah. bit of a rest. Um, you know, because they. You know, part of Moise's style is that they work very hard every game. I mean, these guys have got to be young, you know. Yeah. Um, it was good that, you know, Bowen and Rice had a day off uh, on, um, you know, when we played Doncaster. Um, you know, they're rocking a little bit, Liverpool, aren't they? Yeah, um, yeah blimey. If they if they don't, um, if Tottenham, uh, if, they don't, if they don't beat Tottenham, we'll be at the start of that game, after after twenty games in the league, above them, yeah, that's, amazing. That's, that's just beyond. Yeah. It's a miraculous, isn't it? That's extraordinary yeah. <laughs> to think about it. Um, yeah, yeah. So, uh, what do we? What do we? What do we think? You know, it's a. In a way, when it, you know, when it was um, when we were talking about kind of, do we want to play Manchester United or Liverpool in the next round of the FA Cup? I slightly leaned towards um, Manchester United because we have a little bit of a hoodoo with Liverpool. You yeah. know what I mean? Even though mm. Manchester United are playing better than Liverpool and have been palpably for two or three weeks of this season, and the form team probably is is. Manchester United, I'm slightly, you know, my heart says I'm more afraid of Liverpool just because we seem to have a little bit of a hoodoo with them. Yeah, only because the game, the game's at, you know, the game would have been at Anfield. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's a huge thing. Um, we've got, you know, we've twice in the last, in living memory, dumped Man United out of the FA Cup at Old yeah. Trafford, haven't we? Yes, so, that's right. Yeah. yeah. To say it won't happen again. Yeah, yeah. So in a way, that's, I'm, I'm, I'm you know, it could have been either one, but I'm quite pleased it's United. I think, mm. you know. Uh, but what do we what do we think about Sunday? Oh, uh, the way we the way we play tonight, the way we're playing at the moment, the confidence and the and the energy. Um, you you know, if ever there's a, a time when you'd fancy us to to get something from them, but I I, I couldn't go as fast as between. I think they're going to regain some form. They're going to you know, turn yeah. a bit of a corner at some point, aren't they? Um, I think it'll be, I, 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 I'm, I think let's go. I'm going to go for my one, one. I'm going to go for a one, one draw. One all. Uh, Gary, what do you yeah. reckon? Well, we, we don't lose, do we? Excellent. So, so, uh, so I'm, I'm going for a win. That's I'm going for spirit. a win. I'm, I'm going, I'm going two, one. I feel strong. I feel, I feel like we're going to go and do them. I feel lucky. 
Two-one. Is it, is it up there? No. Nice. No, it's is here. It? It's at no, it's no, 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 it's at home. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Interesting, interesting. Mm. Rob, what do you reckon? Well, if we play the way we did tonight um, and show the same sort of levels of commitment that we've shown over the last five, six weeks, um, then I can't see Liverpool not scoring. Um, I think it'll be quite a high-scoring game. Um, 3-0 Liverpool. No, uh, <laughs> I, 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 it's one of those games that I really feel we could win and therefore we probably won't. But my heart says 3-2 to us. 3-2 to us. Uh, yeah. You said 2-1, Gary. Jim, yeah. you said 1-0. Yes. 2-2, then extra time and penalties. No, okay. All right. Okay. All right. I get it. I'm not allowed to have that. That's all right. Um, oh, okay. Well, then I'm going to say West Ham United three, Liverpool one. Yes. Mm. Uh, yeah. Why can? Why not? Um, why not? Um, well, I mean, this is a fourth place. So, you know, it, it's it's very unusual for us to do so many stop hammer times in a row where we keep talking about wins uh, because obviously we have uh, league and uh, well, it's unique uh, games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But even those, you know, those. Is that five wins so, on the spin tonight? Six, 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 six yeah. including six. the cups. Six yeah. including the cups. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Four in the league. Yeah, four yeah. in the league. I think this is that we we didn't we equal the best last time and we've beaten the best yeah. this time. It's yeah. never from been the, done from before. From the start of the year. Yeah, this has never been done before. Yeah. But we you know, like I think I said it last week, but when you break these things into groups of games, you know, when we got um a win, a draw, and a loss out of Palace, Chelsea and uh Leeds, um, yeah. I thought that was good. And then the the subsequent group of three games was two draws and a win uh, from Southampton, Brighton and Everton. Everton, you know, yeah. and, and similarly, when you look at these things in, 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 in that way, group them. And I know that managers do sort of look at groups of games and, and, and look at how many points they think we can get out of them. You know, it is all going very well. I mean, we've won half our matches now, <laughs> you know, yeah. 10 games out of 20. Yeah. Yeah, it's very good going, you know. Um, so you know, <laughs> this optimistic mood, you know, it doesn't feel like we're gonna just drop everything. You know, these no. players are young enough to, you know, not pick up injuries as much. <laughs> Literally, I should just touch everything <laughs> yeah, just made stop. out of just wood. Stop now. Yeah, <laughs> yes, yeah. uh, that's it from Stop Hammer Time. Good night. Uh, no, um, uh, yeah, you know that that you know it feels like we're in a good position for the second half. Second half of the season, you know. Um, so yes, th- that's it. Optimistic. Uh, we'll see you next week. Uh, this has been Stop Hammer Time. My name is Phil Whelans. With me this week have been Jim Grant, Cheerio, Gary Killington. Good night, and Rob Banks. Good night. Come on, you irons. This is a Playback Media production. Get all the associated links for this podcast at westhampodcast.com. Sports Social Podcast Network.